Welcome to another week of Ew, That's Creepy. This week we will be discussing haunted bars and restaurants, starting with Jackie's tale of the shipwrecked brew pub and restaurant. This pub has captured numerous EVPs, daily ghost sightings, and even one police report. (laughs) This is our creepiest episode yet. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. We're back with another week and another theme. And this week we are talking about haunted restaurants. Ugh, I'm scared. (laughs) Okay, and one thing you guys should know about me, one thing to know about Miss Melissa is when she gets scared, she screams. Oh, (laughs) My God, if you scream during this episode, <laughs> I'm never recording with you again. We're in the basement, so... Every time we watch a scary movie together, even if it's one Melissa's already seen, she screams. It's not every time, it was just that one time with the descent. Cause it's that... been like three times that you scream. No, I... I mean, Mom does it too. I do scream, like, you're right, like, I won't say that I don't, but the only time I screamed in a movie I'd already seen was... During the descent. The funniest time was definitely in the... Well, the funniest time was in the movie theater. In The Conjuring 2. Because you already knew what was going to happen. And you still screamed when that dude came out of like his little that's, teepee. That's why I was so scared. I was expecting it. Because someone said that I laughed scary. so hard at, in that movie. It wasn't scary after that because I was laughing so hard. But the story I'm going to be telling today <laughs> is about... Shipwrecked Brew Pub in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin, which is in Door County. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a pub. Yeah, it's a little thing. And um, it, it used to be like you could stay there over the night like it had housing, but I don't think it does now. We'll talk about some changes that have been made, but I don't believe you can stay there at this moment. That could just be because of COVID, but I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not sure. I just couldn't, I didn't see it on their uh, website, but I know you used to be able to, so I'm not sure about that. Okay. But we'll talk about some history. The building was built by George Berenger in 1882, and it was built to serve the growing number of, like, new people that were coming to the area. It was, like, lumberjacks and workers and sailors, travelers, people of that nature, so okay. they needed, you know, somewhere to eat and somewhere to stay. Can I pause? I'm assuming, is this on the water, the location? Yeah, it is. It's, okay. um, we'll put up a picture of the map. It's like, I don't want to, I am so bad at explaining things like that. But yeah, it is right near the water. Okay. <laughs> so that makes sense why people are always It's very close to the water. Yeah. It was like right near it. So. Okay. Not surprising. And yeah, it's called Egg Harbor. So that was why I assumed. Thing. Yeah, I paused because I was going to try to explain it, but then I was just like, no, I'm not even going to try to okay. explain what it looks like. It's just a harbor. Okay. So yeah, it's on the water. And yeah, it was built 1882 and then it was originally called the Kiwani House. Okay. 
It was expanded in the early 1900s to include guest rooms and a full dining area. So at that point, you know, it's time for customers. Overnight stairs. Yeah. Um, And back then, you know, you could get a meal and a room, I think, together for really cheap. They said it was like less than a quarter. What? Yeah. (laughs) And it operated under like, it had different owners and different names throughout the years. But... In 1912, it was called the Harbor Inn. Um, original. Well, original, yeah, <laughs> right. The Harbor, and you stay in. <laughs> but one of the things that's, like, definitely what this place is most known for, I mean, other than now, I guess, because there's rumors that it's haunted, is that it was a hangout for Al Capone in the 1920s. Uh... If you don't know who Al Capone is, he's, like, a famous American gangster-type man who just committed lots of crimes. (laughs) Just look it up. There's a lot if you don't know who that is, but I'm sure many, many people know who I'm talking about. Um, So, by the 20s, he, like, needed to lay low and kind of stay out of sight and out of the public. So, he went into hiding in Door County. And... There are said to be tunnels that run under the county and run throughout Egg Harbor. And there's actually said that the one of the tunnels ran from the basement of what is now the Shipwrecked Brew Pub into the harbor. Like, the tunnel just ran right into the harbor. Ew, I don't like that. That's weird. That, yeah. So, those are, like, all what townspeople say. I'm sure if you looked it up, it wouldn't say that, but then again, it's like, who, what, in what sort of legal documents or anything would they be writing that down? Especially True. if it's Al Capone, like, using them. True. But it said that they were actually, the caves originated in part from a chief of the Ottawa Indian tribe oh. who would use them for quick getaways if they needed to use them. And I try to, like, verify at least with the tribes, but I couldn't really find anything specific except that there were Indian tribes who were in Wisconsin, so. Um, I mean, it sounds pretty likely. I mean, that we yeah. just kind of stole, the white people came in and kind of just stole it. Yeah, it sounds like it would make sense if they had some quick getaways to the harbor ready. So, yeah, it's definitely plausible. And in, I'm going to talk about, Later on, um, a show, a little, like, documentary sort of show that was made called Haunted State, but in it they interviewed some of the workers who had worked at, uh, Shipwrecked for a long time, and the latest owner said that they excavated looking for tunnels, specifically because one night the harbor, I think there was storms or whatever, and the harbor arose, and Water started, like, flooding the basement, but only went from one specific area. Like, it was just coming in from one area down there. And they just, like, really... The people who worked there really believe that kind of confirmed that there was, like, tunnels Uh built there. And they were kind of paved over or whatever, filled. And that the water was going through. But the people who excavated it said that they didn't find any tunnels. That's Uh what they told the workers... But they weren't very convinced by that. <laughs> That'd be so tempting to not just dig it up, like, and try and see. Oh, yeah. You would totally want to try and see it yourself, but... Then again, things like that are better left unseen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
They tried, but those are definitely, like, if you would ask people in the town, I would say that they would say that's fact and not rumors, but it's definitely believable, so I, I believe it. Okay. But I couldn't find verified facts about the tunnels. But anyway, they said, yeah, that Al Capone was alleged to hang out a lot in the shipwrecked brew pub. That's what? a mouthful. Ugh. Yeah, he was went there and hung out because, you know, I think it was, like, pretty quiet and no one would really... Small town, no one would really, like, know or tell on him. Right. Yeah, the tunnels were there. It was easy for him if he needed to get away to go mm-hmm. into the tunnels down to the water. And if it's all travelers nonstop, no one's going to be really, like, exactly, Exactly. But there are also two more stories. I mean, for a haunted place, this place wasn't built, like, so long ago. So it's not like there's, like, a lot of extensive crazy history about it. Yeah. But there are two things that are really, like, associated, also kind of rumors, but probably truth, that... Capone had allegedly had an illegitimate son named Jason, who was a boy. I don't know what age that is. People just, the, the articles just said a boy. And I thought Jason would be a girl. <laughs> I meant age, you know. I don't know what age he is. He's just, like, young. Okay. Like, I, don't know, I don't know what they meant when they say a boy. Gotcha. You know? Like, okay. I'm like, okay, that could be a toddler, oh, and that could be, like, your I get what 10 you years mean. old. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I assume Jason, yeah, meant the boy. <laughs> Sorry. But I guess he lived with Capone or whatever, stayed at the shipwrecked, but... It was said that he was found hung in the attic of the shipwrecked in the 1920s. Oh, no. And it was said that he was murdered because he was going to expose Capone to the authorities. What the? What? I thought he was a boy. That's what I thought, which made me think, like, okay, then how old is he if he's going to expose him? But that's also a rumor, too. But they said he was found hung, and most people say it was a murder and not a suicide. In the attic. He's like three, and Al Capone was like, he was going to turn me in. <laughs> I know, right? But I That's tried so to... fucked. I tried to look up all this stuff and verify it, but again, like, if it was Al Capone, who would be really writing it down? Like, they're not going to be like, yeah. let me re- tell this to the newspaper. Al Capone killed his child today, dot, dot, dot. Like, right? But I will say, <laughs> I could talk a lot about this anyway. I guess there was a movie recently made in... 2020, I believe, oh. called Capone with Tom Hardy starring Al Capone. No, but it was a lead. They say it's an old, he plays an older version of Capone after he gets out of jail and is like basically living out his final days in Florida. And a lot of reviews tore this movie to shreds. So I'm not even going to get into that. But one of the parts of the movie is has to do with Capone dealing with having an illegitimate son and, like, what to do about that. Whoa. So I don't really know where the movie took the inspiration from that. It would seem like if that's a fit, like, if they're bringing that in, maybe it could be a little accurate. I don't know. Cool. So, yeah. It's also rumored that at some point two FBI agents came to the property in search of Capone and they came to <clears throat> shipwrecked to try to question him. Some articles say that the FBI agents wandered into the tunnels on their own and got lost. Other people say that Capone probably just killed them himself in the tunnels. 
but it said that the FBI agents were never heard from again. Oh my gosh! And these are two of the ghosts alleged to be seen on the property. Ew, I'm creeped out. Yeah, and uh, the caves are now closed to the public, so it's like I think there are other caves are obviously real, like the ones under the shipwreck, it's kind of who knows, but they're now closed. You can't get in them. But uh, after a few more ownership changes, the Harbor Inn <clears throat> landed and it got new owners named Verna and Maurice Moore. And they were in the inn from 1945 to 1975. I believe they called it Murphy's Harbor Inn. They changed the name a little bit. I don't know. But they were greatly respected in the community and people liked them and stuff. Uh, it then went, the building went through some more changes, a couple more people, but in 1997, the current owners purchased it, and they called it the Shipwrecked, so that's what it's called now, and it was called the Shipwrecked Restaurant Brewery in Inn. Now it's called, I think, just the Shipwrecked Brew Pub, so they just slightly changed the name, but in, um, at first... The Shipwreck Restaurant Brewery and Inn was meant to serve, like, travelers and tourists still, because you could still stay in it. They did still have guest rooms. That name's long as hell. I know! It's so hard to say. I'm like, look, every single time. I am. You just call it the Shipwreck. I am, but, yeah. I just don't know if you can stay in it now, and I don't think you can, because they don't call it an inn anymore. Mm. So, yeah, like, at that point, it was still an inn, so you could still stay in it until around like 2017 2015-ish we'll talk about why but yeah that's really all the history about it okay but there are a good amount of ghost stories about it so these stories i don't know exactly when they all come from but just a lot of employees throughout the years of this place being a restaurant have reported similar things so i'm just gonna start talking about them one of them is an angry man who was apparently a logger. Logger? Okay. He got logs, I uh, don't know. Someone who cuts down logs, I huh? Yeah. Allegedly, he was murdered on the property um, when it was a bar in the 1800s, so still, like, when it was just there. And they say that his spirit is supposedly very mean and not friendly, Aww. but he hasn't been reported to be seen on the property in a while. <laughs> That's what the shipwreck website says. <laughs> They're like, yeah, he's been on vacation. We don't really want to see him again. He's gone. He left us. He'll check, be back. <laughs> check your local listing. <laughs> He'll come back. If things get bad, the logger will come back and flip. <laughs> Another story about ghosts is, um, allegedly there was a, a mom. One of, they call her one of Capone's girls. And she had one of his illegitimate children it is said that the baby right after it was missing right after it was missing right after it was born went missing and then a few days later the mother went missing as well and she disappeared so they say that you can hear faint wails of a baby and what sounds like a worried mom echoed throughout the hallway upstairs that's Horrific. Yeah, so people kind of trace those ghosts, obviously, back to that mom, <laughs> that little rumor. People have also called the police about what they say is a 
some articles say a young man, others say a boy, but they say is on the roof of the building. Um, one of the managers of Shipwrecked actually told that to the news that said that, yeah, they got, um, a call to the police because there was a child on the roof and a man came like from a distance down the hill and saw that and he was like really startled. So he called the police and the police went, the firefighters came and there was nothing on the roof. But I think there have been multiple sightings of that happening. And people say that they believe that that's the spirit of Jason Capone's alleged illegitimate son. That is creepy as hell. Yeah, there used to be a really big... So the building had to undergo some changes, but there used to be, like, this big window in the attic that kind of just, like, overlooked the harbor and stuff. People said it kind of gave that an eerie touch, but Uh um, they said that Jason would the people have seen him staring out of what used to be that big window of the attic people have said they've also seen a little girl staring out of the attic Ugh, i hate that yeah of that attic window um but they haven't really seen as much since it's been renovated they say uh verna who also was on the property was one of the managers she had died in her cabin um on the property And employees say they have seen her a lot. She's, like, one of the regular spirits that is there, but she's kind, and they say she's, like, a friendly spirit, so they don't really mind her. How did she die? Uh, I really couldn't find that. I I honestly think it was probably natural causes or something, but, I mean, they say her presence is, yeah, it's kind, and she usually, like, appears or makes her presence, I guess, known, when something bad is about to happen, or, like, some, when something's about to go awry. So it's kind of like a warning, I guess, to them. That's nice of That her. she's, like, yeah, looking out for them. And it is said that she's been seen walking around the dining room, um, keeping an eye out on things, and also walking in the basement. And the current owner's son said that one time he was alone in the basement and he heard a woman talking. And he thought a customer had, like, wandered down there or something, so he turned around and no one was there. But he said that he wasn't, like, scared. It was just, like, a presence. Mm -hmm. Um, in that episode, I talked about the haunted state one. One of the employees said that she had bar stools, like, fly off the walls. And they say that... They think that is because Verna, when she used to work there, if you would try to clean up if a customer was still there, you know, and it was, like, closing and you were trying to clean up, she didn't like that, so she would, like, slam the chairs down, so they kind of think that that's why, but they say, overall, she's nice and a gentle spirit. That don't sound like my girl Verna. That doesn't sound like something she would do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the girls, like, still work there. They don't say they were freaked out or anything, so... If something is flying... I don't think it came flying at them, but yeah, it was like, got moved off the wall. Yeah. I don't know how I would feel about that either. (laughs) I'm working at the next restaurant down the block if that happens to me. (laughs) There's also said to be a woman seen waiting in the... Waiting. In the waiting area of the shipwreck, so like the lobby. And she's seen to be in a Victorian dress with a bag 
so it kind of looks like she's waiting there, like she's a traveler, so uh-huh. they just assume that she's a traveler, but no one really knows much about her. That's a horrific fate to just be waiting all the time. I know. I read some reviews on people who have, you know, just, like, gone to the place and explored the building. Um, one of them said that they went into one of the rooms, room 8, to which is supposedly haunted, and they were going to take pictures of it, you know, and regular stuff. And the employee just gave them the key and just said, when you're done, you know, lock out on your way out and just give us a key. Okay. So when they said they were done, everything was fine. They didn't feel anything weird. But when they were trying to lock the door behind them, they couldn't really lock it. It was a couple people, and they said that they both tried, and the key wasn't working. They said that they would turn it in, but the key, the door would just remain unlocked and open. It would just be, like, slightly open. Ew. So they couldn't get it to lock. And they said that they had to have one of the employees actually come back and help them. But um, within a second, it was locked. And the employee came back. Like it was <laughs> just like was probably like what the hell. <laughs> they were like, "Don't worry, we get this a lot." <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, they said it was like when the employee came back, it was like fine. <laughs> that would freak you out. Yeah, a different review of someone who said they spent the night at some point at shipwreck said that everything was fine. They didn't feel anything weird, but they said either overnight or in the morning they heard what sounded like someone walking around below them. Okay. And like things were banging. So, there was a group, it's called a group of paranormal investigators, they're called New Paranormal Investigators, they have a website that is called that.com, it's a large group of people, so I'm not going to like list off their names, but they did an investigation here, and they got some crazy EVPs, like, I'll tell you guys about a few of them, but definitely I would recommend going on their website and listening to all of them for yourselves. And they took a lot of pictures of the building and what it looked like inside. So, I would recommend. But, the one they got was like, they're just talking about, I think just what room they're in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they are talking about like the key to the room. And in the background, there's a male voice. You can hear it barely, very clearly. And it says, another room. Ew. Yeah. Another one that was so creepy, it instantly made me, like, I listened to it, like, five times, so I was still so scared. I just pulled the blanket up more on myself. Yeah, this one's creepy. (sighs) A lady investigator asked, can you tell us how many are here? And a male voice whispered, like, loudly. It didn't flat out say, but it whispered pretty loudly, guess, bitch. (gasps) And that is so clearly what it says, like... Without a doubt, that's what it says. I just got such bad chills. Yeah. The last one I'll mention, yeah, so you guys go look on your own and give them the clout they deserve because their EVPs were insane, was that they were, they, I don't know what they were taking because, you know, it's just the clip of the EVP. In the faintest voice, like, you have to turn your volume all the way up, it sounds, you can't even really hear what it says, but they put subtitles on it. It does sound like it's saying... The House of White Snake. And then a second later, there's a bang in the background and it sounds like a ball is bouncing. And the whole group, like, hears it and they're like, what is that? But, yeah, they, like, didn't have a ball in the room or anything, so they were pretty shook. 
And something that was weird was actually my audio clips when I was trying to listen to this on my laptop kept freezing, but only right before the ghost would, like, talk. They, like, wouldn't load. And I would have to, like, keep refreshing the page and try to listen. And it was, like, always paused right before the ghost would talk. I was like... I hate everything about this story. But I love it! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, in August of 2017, sadly, um... There were calls to the shipwreck about 11 a.m. to reports of a fire on the second floor. Oh, no. They said that they had guests. It was the policy that guests had to leave by 11, so there were no guests, and everyone was able to evacuate um, safely. They said that they had cleaning staff up on the second floor, and that was who found the fire. And firefighters were had to work for, I think, around 11 or 12 hours to try to contain the blaze, and it took over... Oh, yeah, and it took about 100 firefight- firefighters from all over Dora County to get it under control. There were a lot of responders who had to go to the hospital and actually be treated afterwards for heat-related illnesses. No. Yeah, but everybody survived and made it out safely. That's crazy. There was an investigation on the fire, and they concluded that it was not suspicious. They actually said that it started from... Um, a cord being on a love seat that caught fire. Okay. So it was just, it was an electrical fire is what happened. And, um, the building did have to be torn down the next month. They just couldn't salvage it. I mean, the fire was so bad, it literally rigged havoc on the roof. But they planned to rebuild it, and they said it would cost a million dollars, but they were not deterred. And, um, they did. They did rebuild it. Wow. And it reopened. Yeah. I don't know exactly when it reopened. I think perhaps 2019. I don't want to say 2018, because that would be, like, the next year. That seems so soon. But it Mm. could have been 2018, too. I just know that they are currently open, like, now in 2020. But... Haunted State, the show, yeah, the little documentary show, went there to do a little paranormal investigating one year after the fire took place. So, they went there, they interviewed some um, employees, which was cool, you know, getting to hear them actually talk about it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so, they say every restaurant in Wisconsin has a fish fry on Fridays, like, they just said that's a thing that every restaurant does in the show. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Hell yeah. But they filmed an investigation. Yeah, that Friday after they ate some delicious fish fry. <laughs> they said, yeah, the food was really good. And so it was the little investigation team. And they brought along an employee whose nickname was Bunny. Because they said she loved animals and had a lot of bunnies. Which Aww. is so adorable. I don't know why. When you were talking about them getting the food and stuff, I just pictured, like, guy... Fieri rolling up in his thing and being like, I'm Guy Fieri rolling <laughs> up, and then being like, and getting into paranormal after. Literally, <laughs> Guy Fieri mixed with paranormal <laughs> investigation. That would be dope. Could you even imagine? Uh, he needs a spinoff. But <laughs> Flavor Town, aka Hell. <laughs> Flavor Town goes to Hell. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh my god, Flavor Town to Hell and back. <laughs> Literally. So, I'm pretty sure in their investigation, they're using a voice box. You know, the thing that ticks and it just says where 
it like I don't know the scariest paranormal yeah basically the scariest thing but that's their main use of like communication so you know it's dark and one of the first questions they asked was do you know what happened a year ago and the voice box says black smoke Ooh. fire oh so they asked another question about it the fire and they didn't hear anything but they were in the second floor, and they said they began to smell the overwhelming smell of smoke. They said it was, like, actually unbearable. And they called up people who they had, like, from their crew on the first floor who came up, and they said, like, it smells really strongly up here, like smoke. One of them actually said, yeah, it smelled just like a campfire, and they thought it was just a campfire from nearby, but, like, it was so strong upstairs. And Bunny said that that was exactly what it smelled like a year ago, the day of the fire. So, they were just asking it, you know, like, what's your name? The lead investigator was a guy. I should have caught his name, but I didn't, so forgive me. But he's the main guy who does the show, and he is asking the majority of the questions. And he asks, um, they got the name Michael, so he asks, is your name Michael? And the voice box says, I'm Daryl. So... They're also holding, like, a little sensor, you know, that does, like, the heat and stuff around them. Uh And at this point, it's kind of, like, going off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the host, the lead investigator, he thinks it's because, like, Bunny's there. And he thinks that maybe if they just go around him and Bunny, that the spirit will be more active. So, they do. And, um... They say, would you like to ask Bunny something? And the voice box says, I would. So they begin to walk around the second floor, and she asks, do you like when I'm here? And it says, a little. Um, Bonnie asks, do you know who started the fire? And it says, no. The lead investigator starts to say something, and the voice box says, you. So they they said they didn't know if that meant, like, the ghost was saying, like, you constant, like, you humans. Yeah. Or they said it could have been another spirit blaming it on another spirit. I don't know. That's just what they said. <sighs> they said it could have been either. Yeah. But right after that, Bunny said she starts to feel really, really cold. So the lead investigator goes to get a FLIR camera. That's what it's called. It's just like a thermal camera, you know, to read the room, the temperature of the room. Mm-hmm. While he's getting it, Bunny's still holding the voice box, and it says, look up. Um, oh my god. So it's just her and the filmer, and they're both just talking, and they're both saying they're, like, literally freezing, but it's just their legs, like, just from the waist down. So the lead investigator comes back, and he returns with the thermal camera, and he, like, catches something that he calls it an anomaly. So it's just, like, the temperature's different on... It's, like, over near the wall. It's just you can see okay. kind of, yeah, what would be from the legs down. Looks like a black shape. D- like, the temperature is when, different. Did they look up when the thing told them to? No, because it's, like, it is kind of hard to say. I mean, it's not like they're replaying it. So it's just, like, I don't think she knew exactly what it said. It's just, like, it says it. And she's, like, what? <laughs> and then it's, like, the dude comes back the second later. Okay. But, yeah, so... They say it's, like, really, really cold, and he gets that, basically, ball of energy on the FLIR camera, 
And that basically confirms, you know, that it was, it's like colder, but just from the legs down. And so they're like going to start talking again. Okay. And Bunny starts to say, it's probably easier to ask easy questions, don't you think? And the voice says, the devil. That's just like what it says, the voice box. So, I'm scared. So, Bunny doesn't hear it. Like, didn't hear. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it said it. As she was talking. Actually, I don't know if it said it from the voice box, but she didn't hear it. So, the lead producer whispers over to the camera lady and says, like, did you hear that? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, what do you think it said? And she says, the devil. So he says like he doesn't usually stomp the investigation, but he stomps Bunny and like said, like, did you hear what it said? I heard the devil. So they're all like pretty shook and they go and like they want the other like investigators to hear the recording. Mm -hmm. So they like play it for their other investigators and they say, did you hear that? And the weird thing is that the investigators say they obviously heard it, but they say they sound like it sounds like the lead investigator's voice. But he insists that that he didn't say it. I hate that so much. Like, yeah. that's the scariest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. They had an expert, like, guy who gives, like, his commentary on the show. And he said that, yeah, like, it could be, like, a manifestation of something, like, coming through him. But they didn't know. Ugh. Yeah, it was it was pretty creepy. So, they, like, after that, they go back to recording for a bit. And... They start, like, just getting silence, so the guy leaves, because they're like, maybe that'll go better if it's just the girls. Mm -hmm. The girls were about to do the flashlight experiment, you know, where you turn on the flashlight, or you turn it off and you let it turn the spirit, let, the spirit turns the flashlight on if it's there. Yeah. They're about to start doing that, and the voice in the voice box says, won't start. So they said, should we go into the basement? And it's, like, really quick, three different sounds kind of happen at once. A child says, go deep, and there is a voice right after that says, basement, and then, like, a bang. Like, something drops. Uh, why? I would never go down into the basement, but okay. Yeah, so they're pretty shook. So, they go downstairs, and they're in the elevator to go down to the basement, and the lead investigator said... We've never gotten an EVP in the elevator before. Like, could you say hello? And a voice says, in real time, hi. And it's a feminine voice. And, like, they don't hear it because it's not on the voice box. But it's, like, when they obviously went back and listened to it, it's very clear. Like, it, yeah. It just says, it's a woman's voice that says hi. This place is active as hell. Yeah. So, well, so they go down to the basement... And they get nothing else. And they are there in the basement for, like, 20 minutes, and they get nothing. And so they try to, like, keep going with their investigation upstairs, and they just get nothing else from that point. Like, they tried for a lot longer, and they didn't get anything. And they kind of think that it's because of the basement. When they, after the fire, they had completely had to renovate. They had to redo, basically, the whole entire building. So a lot of people said, like, do you think the ghosts will even be there still which is like I'm sure why these people made this documentary episode on it but they said that maybe that's why they didn't get anything in the basement was because the basement was part of like the newest part and like the second floor even though it was newer 
I don't know. There was just a, allegedly a lot of activity on the second floor already. And they did say that after the investigation, one of the interesting things was that where that little spot was, that energy spot in the second floor, was what used to have been that attic window where the child allegedly looked out. And they said, like, the energy was just waist down. So it could have been, like, a, a child. child standing there. Oh. Yeah. So... They went on their uh, investigation the next day. You know, they had more places to investigate. The show was really good, and it's on Amazon Prime, so I would totally recommend looking at it. It does, I'm pretty sure they were doing only hauntings in Door County, which is really cool, this county. How haunted is this place? I know, right? And it was called um, Haunted State. Okay. So, yeah. Um, the place was completely renovated, reconstructed, and it did reopen. It's currently open as a brewery and a restaurant, and I'm pretty sure in COVID they're still doing pickup and all that stuff, but I don't believe that you can stay there anymore. Okay. I wonder if it's still haunted in, like, the restaurant, how they said the chairs and stuff used to fly off the wall. Yeah, I totally wonder that. I wish... I couldn't find any recent articles. Like, I think just because the fire happened and stuff, that's people's main worry. Right. But, like, they said, the manager said they thought the ghost would come back, probably. And I mean, they got, that investigation, if you believe in, like, the voice box and just it, they got a lot of stuff from the voice box. And, you know, it wasn't even the, the voice box. They got two. The devil wasn't on... The voice box. I got EVPs. Yeah, I mean, you could say that the the devil was the lead investigator saying that, but he was pretty insistent that he did not say that, and it didn't seem like he was lying. And they got that um, voice in the elevator that wasn't on the ghost box, and they didn't even hear it. That one was, yeah, real. And I would totally recommend, I'll link the other investigators' website below. They had a lot of really good pictures from before the fire, from inside, if you want to see what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, their EVPs that they got were creepy as hell. I'm so scared from this story. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. It was like, it was mm-hmm. creepy. It looked cute and stuff. It looked cute inside, and the food was uh, got good reviews, and yeah. So I'm I would check it out. I'm, like, upset with you for telling this. I'm sorry. It's pretty <laughs> creepy, I know. I'm so scared. I didn't think I'd have enough research to tell that story, and then I was like, wow, there's a lot here. <laughs> 35 minutes later. Right? <laughs> a little spoop. Yep. Well, stay tuned, guys. I have a pretty spooky story coming, too. Um, that one was really scary. I don't know if I can top that. Really? Yeah. I think you can. I'm excited to hear if you can, though. Those EVPs scared the bullshit out of me. I really don't like that. Yeah, I'll link to the EVPs. And then, like I said, the other, the Haunted State was on Amazon Prime. I really They only have one season, so it'll be easy to find. Okay. <laughs> yep, check it out. Well, stay tuned for my story. Let's see if I can top the creepy factor, the scariness. <laughs> we'll see. We'll get creepy next time. I'm excited. Yay. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.